0: Welcome to the Women Who Love and Lead podcast. I am your host, Chanel Allen. Women Who Love and Lead was created to provide a space for women like you to shine and be celebrated. Whether you're the CEO of your home or of your business, we want you to feel good and not guilty about living and loving your life unapologetically and leading courageously. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Women Love and Lead for inspirational content, products, and upcoming events. Hey ladies and my fearless leaders, thank you for tuning in today. I'm really excited that you are here. This episode is a little bit more... I don't want to say difficult for me, but maybe three, four years ago, I definitely wouldn't have been in the space to do this episode. And so today we're going to be talking about just leading through loss. And I think now just recently is a good time to dive into this topic because at the end of the day, as a a boss, a CEO, whether you're a manager or supervisor or you're a mom, And tragedy happens and, you know, you lose someone that you love, whether it's a close friend, a relative or whoever, you're still expected to go on about your day. You're still expected to lead your organization. You're still expected to make sure your family is good. You're still expected to lead your team, wherever those expectations come, whether they're from you or from others, that doesn't matter. But the expectation still sits there. And so the question is, how do you give yourself that time and that space that you need to grieve to work through that situation, a difficult time that you may have experienced, all while still being present for those who depend on you most? Like I said, whether it's your team, whether it's your family, you still happen to be present for them and still expect it to be clear-minded and focused and driven and motivated and inspired when you yourself may need to be inspired, when you yourself at that time may need to be picked up and just reminded of just life around you. So I just want to share with y'all just really quickly. So back in 2015, my family had experienced some difficult times where we lost quite a few family members, um, all within a matter of a few months. And so September 2015, to get a phone call that my brother-in-law was in the hospital was one thing to get a phone call that, you know, he's going to be okay. You know, he's going to um, progress and get better was another thing. But then to get that phone call, just literally just all, all of this happened within a matter of, I believe, a week or so that you need to come say your goodbyes. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, what do you mean we need to come say our goodbyes? You know, we thought that he was good. That was a really difficult experience. Two months later, my grandmother passed away. And to see someone who lived her life and decided, y'all better come see me because I'm not going to be around too much longer. For me, that was a little bit, I don't want to say easier because it definitely, I don't think it made it easier. But to see someone who has lived their life versus someone whose life at that time, we felt like was cut a little bit short. That gave me a little bit of peace. But then a month after my grandmother passed away, my uncle, who is one of my grandmother's 12 kids, suddenly passed away. And so that took me over the edge. Um, And I just remember even sitting at his funeral. And I remember I just I couldn't even stomach the funeral. I literally had my head down in my knees the entire time because I just, I couldn't bear, I just, I couldn't take on any, any more emotions at that time. And for me, I considered myself to be someone, and I know it's always easier said than done to be strong and, you know, and to not be um, so affected by certain situations and certain things, but I didn't realize how much of an impact a combination of all of them had on me. And I'm sure a lot of other people in my family and things like that, and I'm sure it affected everyone a little bit differently, but I didn't realize how much it really affected me until I was trying to go about my regular day because that, that was something that took me low. But I also had a lot of highs that I was experiencing in my life. I had just took a new position. And I was expected to lead this collaborative where I was working with executive directors and CEOs of their organization. And the expectation was that I was supposed to lead them as their project manager through a collaborative within the youth development area. And so I was excited about that, but it was really hard for me to focus sometimes. I, I would find myself in meetings where I could not focused, like my head just seemed so cloudy and so foggy because I couldn't concentrate. And then I just, I, I wasn't sleeping well. I had really bad anxiety. And that was like the first time I had really, really, really bad anxiety. I couldn't get to sleep. My mind was constantly racing and this went on for quite some time. And I, I just didn't know why. And and then I didn't realize how much of a traumatic experience it was for me also And so I found myself driving one day and I was driving past the hospital and I was coming from my new job at that time, driving past the hospital that my brother-in-law, where we said our goodbyes at. And I remember being at the intersection and I froze and I couldn't drive. Like I literally froze at the intersection behind the wheel because I realized in that moment, wow, this is where he was at. And so It took some time for me to realize that now in hindsight, looking back and even as I was able to come through that, it took me some time to realize that I was going through some difficult situations. But again, the question that I had to ask myself and also that I'm asking you all, whether you have gone through it or whether you're experiencing it right now, what do you have to do to allow yourself that time and that space that you need, but also to allow yourself to be picked back up also and... For me, the way I'm able to answer that is I had to take a step back from the world around me. I had to take a step back from the busyness around me because my mind was already, my mind and my spirit and everything was already clouded and foggy. And I realized that just some of the other things around me weren't making it any better. So I had to choose to start kind of eliminating those distractions. And so I made a conscious choice at that time to really shut out the noise. I deactivated my social media. It was like a radical change. I deactivated my social media. I decided I wasn't watching reality TV anymore. I was real heavy into reality TV. I said I was not watching reality TV anymore. I actually stopped watching TV altogether. And when I stopped doing those things, it just gave me the space that I needed to just to breathe and not consume and taking in so much information and so much of other people's energy because I couldn't, I, I just, I couldn't handle it at that time. I had my own situation that I was trying to overcome. So I, I just, I couldn't handle other people's personalities and demands and people who didn't, who didn't really necessarily matter to my day-to-day life. I was like, I can't do this. There's no point of me allowing myself to be in these situations Well, these people don't matter to my day-to-day life. My family is what matters. You know, my health and well-being is what matters. And so I had to be like, all right, nope, shut it down. So I shut that stuff down. And it allowed me to release what I needed to release because now I don't have all of this that I'm holding on to. I was able to get into my journal. I started writing a lot more. Now I was a big. Heavy. I'm journal writer, so I was writing a lot more in my journal, but I also was reading a lot more because I wanted to choose what I allowed to come into my space and what I allowed myself to consume. So I decided I'm not dealing with any of that stuff anymore. I'm going to choose what information I'm taking in now. I'm going to choose just what I'm allowing myself to be present with whenever I needed to be present with it. So I read a lot of books, nothing not necessarily around self-help or anything, but just more so around just purpose relationships in terms of just how I can do better and be better with my relationships with those who are closest to me. I read a lot around leadership because that was really big and huge to me and still is. So just trying to look at things from a different perspective also. And so that was big for me. And that went on. So 2015, That went on for a long time. I did not get back into social media and I'm still not heavy in it right now until maybe about 2019. So for about four years, maybe 2020. But like I said, I'm still not super active right now. But again, it was just for me. It was, I needed to get my, I needed to get my mind right. And I needed to reclaim my mental peace because I know there are a lot of things that are out of our control that can take that away from us. But there are things that are within our control that we can choose whether or not we allow it to be in our sacred spaces. And I feel like my time is a sacred space. I feel like what I allow to consume my energy, that's that's sacred to me. Like that's super important to me. I value that so much. And so again, as a leader, as someone who has folks who are depending on them to lift them up and build them up, how do you do that if you need, if you need somebody to do that for you too? And sometimes, you know, we don't always have those people around us who are able to do that for us. And sometimes we have to be able to do it for ourselves. I would just say, just really knowing yourself enough to know what you need in order to be better and do better. So for me, I knew what I needed. I knew that I needed to be able to just release that. I knew I needed to be able to get my thoughts out and just really pour my heart out into my journal. You know, I talked to my husband a lot. I was able to do it that way also. My relationship with God, I I needed that. At one point, I thought that I may have needed to um, to get on medication. And I remember having a conversation with one of my friends about that, but that wasn't for me. And so, again, it's really about what you believe is for you to help you get to just being back to being whole. I want to leave you with. Being able to say, you know, I've experienced um, a tough time in my life or I'm experiencing a difficult time in my life. What do I need? Only you know what you need. What do I need to be whole again? And so I'll leave you with that. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Women Who Love and Lead podcast. I hope it inspired you, informed you, and empowered you to do what you do best to make the greatest impact. Check out the show description to download the Intentionally Becoming journal. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Women Love and Lead for inspirational content, products, and upcoming events.